You put me on the top one to tell the truth. Speak to me when I be speaking to you. Yo, welcome to the Question Mindset Podcast. Home for building a six, seven, eight multi-figure mindset through the power of a question. I'm your host, Olivier, or better known as Oliver J. Darcisse. Now you know, we're here to help you understand and dissect the major aspects of life so you can put what we talk about into practice so you can find your flow and perform on a high level. I'm kind of excited today. I got my man here. This guy is a philanthropist. This guy is an entrepreneur. This guy wears many hats. I, I can't really, I'm learning new hats that he's been wearing, <laughs> from being honest with you. Uh, so, Don, you know, tell the people who you are, what you do, things like that. I'm excited to have you here today. Man, first of all, it's a pleasure being here. Um, when you reached out to me, I thought it was a no-brainer. I felt your vibe when I first met you. Um, to everyone, my name is Don Philippe, a.k.a. Don P., uh, one-third of the big three, half of F&D. I say it everywhere I go. I say it loud and proud. <laughs> um, and the big three is my marketing company, mm. to which I have two other partners. Shout out to Duke. Shout out to Chris. Uh, those are my brothers from another mother. And then, obviously, I have my clothing store. You see, I'm repping the brand right now, yeah. F&D. That's my blood brother. Shout out to Frank. And it's only me and him. We own that business. So those are two main businesses that I concentrate on right now, my marketing and obviously my clothing brand. So I'm learning something new. I know you told me well, you met you mentioned the big three with me right. when we, you know the first time we met. But I guess I only know about you and your brother who started F and D. Right. Tell me more about the marketing side because I'm just learning about that. Okay, the marketing side. Well, I've been doing events for the last. 13, 14 years. Oh, okay. So and I thought I that was associated, associated with the F&D. No, actually, it's two different companies. Oh, wow. Okay, yes. that's something new. Okay, <laughs> yes. got you. Two so. totally different companies to which the only common denominator and the liaison is me. Mm. So it's one company, which is F&D, like I said, that's owned by me and my brother, Frank. And the other company is my marketing company to which we do a, a lot of upscale events throughout the city. Um, you name it, we've done it before from networking events, pool parties, rooftop parties, fundraisers, all of that. And right now, our signature event is a weekly event called Beyond Brunch Sundays, to which we started eight years ago. And that's that's the event that's really put us on the map. Of really? All the events we've done, that's the one that's that's given us a staple throughout this community. So for those folks that see this video right now, and they recognize me, chances are they recognize me from doing that brunch. Okay, okay, definitely. Yeah. So about on the marketing side, because I want to dive a little deep on your businesses, and then I want to dive deep into your journey okay. and your mindsets that you, you know, you kind of develop, you know, along that journey. So the marketing side, do you do it just for yourself? Do you market other people's events? Tell people more, how does that business work if they wanted to tap in and connect with you on that side? Okay, from the marketing standpoint, um, we don't consider ourselves promoters. We first started off, okay. we were promoters. People th and still to this day, a lot of people refer to us as promoters. <laughs> I mean, because you're doing events. Yeah, yeah, and I don't correct them. What we do is we hire promoters. Just like you talk about scaling and outsourcing things, we hire promoters. We hire other folks. We come up with the ideas, and we hire them. And, you know, we're we're – we're not experts at everything. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we find someone who's an expert. We know we need DJs, so we hire some of the best DJs throughout the city. We know mm -hmm. we need this. So we got a catalog of things. I mean, everything from interior decorator. So when we go to said company or 
when they come to us because they want us to market things for them, mm-hmm. we let them know we're a full-fledged marketing company. You're going to get an email blast where it's a minimum of 50,000 folks being oh, wow. reached out. Text blast. You're going to be on the radios. You're going to be, if you need mobile, we could be on mobile trucks. We have mm-hmm. access to all of this to help companies grow. You know, so that's why we're no longer in the promotion business, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. That's why we're a marketing company. So we've gone to the point where we we understand how this works and we know how to market anything. Oh, you wow. tell us what it needs to be marketed, we know how to market anything. So, so so say somebody were to come up to you be like, my business is this. I want to work with you on that aspect. How would that synergy really work? You would just understand what type of business they do and you right. figure out Obviously, how that works to as far as the synergy or right i would have to understand what it is you want that's probably the most important qu- question and i love the name of your show the the question mindset yeah first question i want to ask you is what do you want you'll be amazed at how many people have businesses and don't know what they want mm. i can't help you if you don't know what you want once i understand what you want what your needs are and stuff like that good from there we i know how to service you Okay. I know how to, you know, incorporate your wins. Okay. You know, once I get a win for you, it's going to be a win for me. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't put my win in the forefront. And I was telling you a little bit about myself when I first started. Not a lot of people know I do have a real estate license. that inactive because of all the other businesses. But I can recall when I first started, we got our license. We was at Caldwell Banker. And I can't remember the guy's name right now. Probably about twelve new agents. We all happy. We're signing our yeah, contracts, butterfly butterflies. <laughs> and, and mind you, I'm stating myself. This is two thousand and three. Yeah. So if you know anything about the market, then it was really like money was about to fall out the sky. We just didn't know it. Yeah. So it was like the best time to get into to real estate. Yeah. Um. For whatever reason, the guy pulls me and say, "Hey, I want to talk to you." And he pans the room, and we look at the room, and he literally says. Look at all these agents. They literally think money's going to fall out the sky right now. Um, I'm going to tell you this because it seems like you're the only one that will probably take this information. But however, you do with it what you must. Mm. And he said, before you make money in this business and any business you get into, help someone else make money first. And then sit back and watch what happens. Mm. Say everybody there, they're trying to make money and put money in their pockets. He said, you help somebody put money in their pocket and then watch what happens. And I promise you, the first deal I did, I sacrificed my commission because the person was not going to be able to close. Wow. And I sacrificed my commission so that person was able to close. Because mm-hmm. I also had a nine to five. Yeah, so. I just wanted the experience of saying that I closed the deal. Yeah. That person ended up giving me almost 10 customers. Made up for everything. I'm not gonna <laughs> oh lie. my God. The average realtor sells three yeah. to five homes. Right. So you're already above average. And this was like out the guidance. gate, this was happening to me. So you can imagine. So I've always incorporated that mindset with everything I do. Help someone else make money first before I make money. And then I sit back and I, and you know, you see it. It's even said in the word, you know, you help someone, you get it back tenfold. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the exact same Definitely. thing he was telling me. I, I received that information, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So that's that's how you work with somebody on the marketing side. Now, right. on F&D, 
I know with most brands and clothing brands, you know, they have a lifestyle catered to it. So tell people more or less. Like I'm gonna have pictures of you know your catalog up there, so right, they right. see they see what it is. But tell people the lifestyle behind F and D and the brand in itself. Pretty much what we did is like you said. I'm glad you asked about the lifestyle. We wanted to incorporate this image of a winning lifestyle. See, similar to like Jordan. Mm. You know, when you think of the Jordan brand, the Jordan brand, it symbolizes championship. Oh, it yeah. symbolizes winning. Yeah. That's why you wear it. You wear it because, you know, winners wear this. Mm. And that's the lifestyle we want to, you know, obviously expose to everybody. But ours is the hardworking one. That, mm. believe it or not, anybody can do this as long as you put the mind to it. Yeah. You know, so that's why our model is like it, love it, wear it. Be the change. I like that. That's and it. Like it, love it, wear it. Be the change. Be the change. And people don't realize it really just takes one person to make a change. Yeah. You know, whether you're in church, whether you're it everything, takes one person, it's it's one you, person, you impact one person, it's gonna compound after. Think that. of these. Think of our leaders. They all started just by themselves going. Even, you know, I hate to even say it. Even the corrupt leaders, you think somebody like Adolf Hitler or something like yeah. this. These folks started as individuals and just spreading the message. One, it was a horrible message, but just to one <laughs> person at a time. They're not a market. You know? They're not. <laughs> they just was like, market that word. <laughs> That's you know, fact. you just think about it, and you know, I, I, I also love telling this story. I, you know, everybody now knows Nelly. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a comedy show and. Not only Nelly, I got this story for Nelly, and I got this story about Plies. Mm. I remember when they gave me their CDs. They were standing in front of clubs, just passing out their CDs for oh, free. Oh, like Nelly. Like, do you Nelly, remember him giving you, wow. Nelly passed it out. He was giving his CD for free. And uh, you remember? I remember him. Wow. I remember this guy. And and uh, Plies as well. They were passing out their CDs for free. They just And guess what? Most people probably took their CDs and threw it away. Threw it, toss it out. Yeah. Look at it, 25, 30 years later. I say it, and I'm quite sure your entire audience going to know, oh, yeah, we know those guys. Oh, yeah. But you don't realize the legwork they put in yeah. to get to where they, they're one at today. Of, one of the biggest gems that I picked up lately, uh, well, recently, was this, was when you set goals, most people fall short on the goals that they set for themselves because they don't give themselves enough time to achieve it. Yes. They set unrealistic time parameters like one or two years and then when it don't happen they get discouraged they fall off because of outside factors like people environment money comfortability and they don't give themselves that to that third or to that fourth or fifth year to actually achieve it and once they see that they can do it then they'll they'll scale up because once you achieve your goal it's all right what's the next goal after that so that's one thing that that people don't people don't put in well, they don't have enough endurance to take it the extra mile. Oh, yes. So on that journey, you know, you talked about your brand. It's lifestyle. It's all champion-based. Um, so I want to get into the journey on you building up the marketing team, you building the brand in itself. Like, what was your biggest hardships? Like, what was the best moments and what was the worst moments? Because most people don't understand on the journey to success, it's going to be consecutive bad moments but then it's going to be consecutive winning moments oh yeah like a champion to be first become a champion you have to lose oh you have to so what was that for you on the on the journey um as far as the journey with it really started off honestly with it was a certain year at this time we were probably it was only me and my partner william Mm -hmm. dukes 
Um, at that time, we started, uh, we had done started several parties. And this particular year was probably a, a little harder than most, and in particular, in a certain event. Mm-hmm. And that event, um, it didn't do well. It was a, it was a, a yacht party. It was the second one. The one we did earlier in the year was a huge success to the point where we got greedy. Oh, you should try to. Just... And we try to do a second one. We only do one yacht party a year. This time we try to do two. And when we did the second one, I was questioning that decision. Like, yo, I don't think we should do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, but I'm gonna still support my, my 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 partner. And it failed, and it failed miserably. And then at that time, I didn't feel like I had a voice in our partnership. So I decided to walk away. So for the entire year of 2015, I kind of took a step back and I was like reevaluating myself. Like, you know what? Maybe I should just focus back on real estate, you know, this, mm. that, and the other. Yeah. Um, and it took really almost that entire year. And it was certain things that happened in my personal life that caused me to say at the end of the year, you know, to consider going back with him because by you know, six months into it, he was trying to convince me to get back into it. Wow. And I would say by September, October, he tells me that about this event that he think that we should start up, which is a brunch. Wow. And obviously I was doubting a brunch. South Florida going to do brunches. That's not something I would be into. That's but, crazy. Not everybody does yeah, brunches. Yeah, so <laughs> consider that, you know, three, four months into it, and I took the new year and I told him, I said, and I specifically remember saying, listen, if we do the brunch, my only thing is I want to have more of a say-so. I want to have more of a say-so. I want to be, you know, obviously we're a partner, but I want to have more of a say-so. I want to have more of a leadership role in this particular event if you really want me to. And we need to structure it a certain way. And he was cool with that. Mm-hmm. And within that, I told him the, the direction on who we should look at, you know. And then we, you know, partnered up with two other guys, Chris and Cash, unfortunately, Cash has since passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we teamed up with them, um, that to me was the pivot. Gotcha. That what to me was the turning point because now, from the, I'm not even going to talk about the success of the brunch. I'm going to talk about the knowledge I've gained on doing events and more so on running a business. The knowledge has transferred into me owning my own clothing brand. Mm. If it wasn't for the knowledge that I've attained since doing the brunch, I probably would have quit the clothing store by now. So, so you okay? So you started the clothing brand, and then you built up. Well, you started the brunch, and then you built up the clothing brand. Yeah, I started the brunch, and the brunch was. We started the clothing brand during COVID. Wow. Once yeah. people have lost their businesses during COVID. Yes. So, <laughs> so you can imagine yeah, how many people told us, you guys might be crazy. Like, don't you realize that all these stores are closing? Why would yeah. you open? I realize because people still want new clothes. People going to steal Yeah, you have you, you supplied a necessity. And yeah. once you bore down your target audience, and you seem to have a good idea on how to do that because you did it with the brunch. That yeah. was the first question. You pretty much asked. That was, that and was the dope. brunch was, trust me, it was far from an overnight success. You know, people mm. love what we have going on now. Shout out to everybody who attended brunch yesterday. It was another great day. And we had to, um, actually, we was 
going up against another event yesterday that was really literally across the street. It was a, a huge event called BRT. BRT, I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. but it's a Caribbean event, and they had over like three thousand, four thousand people. Actually, over over four thousand people. Wow. And we still did good for that day. And don't ask me. I never seen these folks in my life. So I was so you know what I look at like how can I target this crowd? Because I've yeah. never seen these folks in South Florida. But and you saw how big they came. And they they came in huge numbers. Not only that, not only did they come in huge numbers. Look at the time they came. They came a little bit after my brunch. So these people are willing to party at a later time. Yeah. So I get these people to come. I can now extend the hours of my operation. These are the things that I think of when I mm. look at certain things where somebody else is just whatever. I'm like, wow, where can I get these folks from? How can I market to these people? Let me see who's who. Let me see, figure out this page. And those how I think when I'm marketing, when I'm thinking of strategies on how to capture an audience and stuff like that. So where did you learn to think like that? Because you mentioned you got some knowledge from, you know, that brunch was it the people because i saw you had a couple big names you know pull up to the brunch like boosie and other people like that so where did you gain the ability to think like that it's um i'm very i'm always been very observant uh-huh. you know and social media makes it easy you know believe it or not it depends on like you said a little while ago how you receive it mm. i can show you an event and you just looking at the beautiful women whereas me <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at why are everybody wearing the cl- the kind of clothing they're wearing here. Yeah, here. What is it about this event that made everybody come? How did whoever promote to this event? I need to learn that, you know, because I mean, yeah. think about it. Something like that. I just told you, BRT. Yeah, he was not on the radio. He was not on the. He had four thousand people show up. How did he do that? To me, he built that, that Lord following on exactly of that. Yeah, to me, that's magical. Like what that what he did, that was magical. So that means now I can I need to learn that part. Mm. So that way I can use that as another asset, another tool, another service provided to said company that wants to work with me. And that's when the research begins. I like you know? that. So I'm just always doing research. And when I'm at work, when for me work is my storefront. Mm. I'm in the back in the office. I'm doing, I'm looking up stuff. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to put my brand in front of different platforms, mm-hmm. utilizing those platforms and stuff like that and that nature. That's not bad. But, you know, what you like you said, it's it's not an easy thing. So, it's not. It's not because even with the podcast and being a real estate agent, like right. no matter what you're doing, that's the main focus: how to get in front of these people. Right. I know it's a saturated market when it comes to real estate. Yeah, everybody and their mama has a real estate license, aka you just talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, clothing brand is the exact same way. Everybody now thinks they can be a clothing brand. Yeah, everyone can think of. So for me, there's power in unity. It's okay, I don't want to look for another clothing brand. I want to. I want to find somebody that just wants to design and don't want to be in the clothing. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing designs, I mean, they're gonna constantly shell sh- sh- out designs for you. Yeah. Okay, I need somebody else to do this. That's how I try to structure a team. Find somebody who specializes in something that don't want to, and just plug and play. So that way I could be in a room full of very smart people, and everybody going to think I'm the smartest person in the room, and in all actuality, it's not the case. I'm just surrounded by smart people. Yeah, and you, know? and you are based on who you put yourself around. Right. So, so exactly. that's not bad. So based on that, you built up 
a lot of success in everything that you're doing from the marketing side and from the brand side. Now, I want to ask one question before we transition to the topic, because the topic is what qualifies somebody for success. Right. But, you know, looking at these looking at these two things, would you say like it's worth it at the end of the day? (laughs) Which two things are we looking at right now? Uh, just in general, like oh, the right. life that you have, what you've built up, would you say all that work was worth it? Because most people, yeah. when they build up certain, certain things for themselves, they're like, yo, was it wasn't worth it. They burned bridges. You, was it worth it for you? Absolutely. I'm a, uh, I think it's 1,000% worth it. Amen. Like, and and I've also, I was in law enforcement, and I retired early. Wow. You was in law enforcement? Yeah. I'm learning, yeah. bro. <laughs> when was you in law enforcement? Because during the entire time, during that entire from '98 to 2021. Oh wow, that's crazy. I, when I, mean, I had my license, real estate license, I was still in law enforcement. I'm, I thought you was just doing that and the bro. other jobs that we just briefly, briefly talked bro, about. I'm Haitian, bro. Haitians, come on. <laughs> when do we ever have only just one job? Bro? Yeah, yeah. I, I had three jobs yes. when I was sixteen. A Thank student, uh, a top golf, and an athlete. If I had only one job. My mom probably kicked me out the house. Ooh, I'm ashamed to you. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely how it is. Yeah. So, um, it especially now I look at it, it keeps me going because I tell folks this, and I'm 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 dropping nuggets that. For those that want to know one of the main success behind the brunch, is that we don't look at it as a brunch. Mm. We look at it as a real person. It sounds crazy. It might be going off the, but we look at it as a real person. How? Um, the brunch is almost going on eight years old. Oh, okay. Let's say, I don't know if you have any kids, but you had an eight-year-old niece or nephew. Yeah. How would you treat them? I would be... Eight That's, years old, they kind of know a lot of stuff. They right. kind of know a lot of things. They're not stupid. They're not, like, younger than that. So I would kind of treat them with respect, but with also, in a sense, like, I still have to coach and mentor right. them and guide them in the right Thank direction. Thank you. So you still need to give them a lot of attention. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Especially if they were three years old. You know, you're happy for the little mood. They know how to walk. They know how to talk, whatever. But you're still helping mold them. Well, we do the same thing with the brunch. I look at the brunch the exact same way. The brunch is actually my child. So I need to take care of him or her. I need to give it attention. How yeah. do you give it attention? I need to make sure they're putting out the, the right social medias. They, they, we post them. I need to make sure we engage them. Mm. I need to make sure people are talking to that page. Oh, like to the like via DMs or of course, comments? Of course. Wow. And for a long period of time, I was the one that was doing it. Wow. Like you, was you like reaching out from that page? Yeah. It's my page. Amen. So I reach out to folks. I'll reach out to someone like you and tell you, man, listen, I see what you're doing. Keep keep up the good work. And if I put that comment on your page, what do you think you're going to do? Look at your page. You're going to look at who the hell is this? This is Bleeding Sunday. Wait, what's that? Oh, I got your attention. That's yeah. all I needed. Algorithm is now set. Got you locked. Got that person locked. Got that person locked. So I do that all the time. Still to this day, I got a script where I'm just commenting on folks. I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving the brunch attention that it deserves. Mm. I don't look at the brunch as a brunch. The brunch is therapy for a lot of folks. It really is a culture movement. Yeah, like an outlet or whatever. Yeah, the case it's a culture movement for a lot of people. You know, um, when we closed down, we saw the comments. I can't, they wish brunch come back. They wish the brunch came back. We did a poor job marketing the brunch when we was at Cafe Gourmets. That was one of the spots, the location. We've been in three locations. Mm. Martini Bar, Cafe Lagoon, 
Cafe Iguanas, and now currently we're at um, America's Backyard. But though it was highly successful at Cafe Iguanas, we as a team, as a company, we did a poor job of of um, taking taking advantage of that. We were so, I guess, just into the party itself that we weren't looking at the future. Mm. And what I meant by that is, it's almost like Elon Musk. Elon Musk. What what kind of company is Tesla? Everybody say it's a it's a car company, yeah, right? But it's more like, like a like a data company. Very good. Yeah, I'm surprised you knew that. Yes, I tell folks it's like no, he's a data collection agency. This age that we're in now is all about data. So how much people do you have in your circle? How much attention can you, you draw? So I've, I've gotten this is going to make so much sense. I'm glad you said that. Let, that told me a lot about you because a lot of people I talk to, they don't realize it's a data company. Yeah. And then all he does is collect data. Yeah. And because he has all this data on all types of things, everybody wants that data. Yeah. And now everybody, social media, now that makes him even more. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody that's wants crazy. that data. Yeah. So when you're doing an event and got over a thousand people that showed up for this event and you walked away, you got seven, eight phone numbers. Most people will look at that like, yeah, but you had a thousand people. You did great. No, we did horrible. There's a thousand people we could have reached out to that we no longer know where they went. We don't know how to talk to them after this. Mm. And they come to your brunch and now they, they don't even feel like they're important because you didn't tell them thank you. And you'd be amazed just by telling somebody thank you. Wow. So you, you grab the numbers there. So, so, you, so you do all that so type of stuff. Yeah. In this particular location, yeah, we've learned that. We've learned and there the mistakes now we know how to reach out to folks mm. it's not bad now we know how to talk to people now when people come to our brunch i can't tell you even yesterday how many people come to my brunch will talk to me and i have no idea who they are i won't never ever make them feel bad neither i just go with it and probably you know in a subtle way what's your name again good whatever whatever i, I was following you. i saw you when you were live and i'm saying hey you sent me an email hey, did that. and it's like those things are i heard you on the radio Okay. That, yeah. yeah, I love. Okay, I Good. see that. It's, uh, the dots is connected. You know, wait to come. I was out of town. You know, I was going through some things. I wanted to. Good. So when you say, was it all worth it, bro? Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So y'all heard that chasing success is worth it, no matter the ups, no matter the downs, mm-hmm. no matter whatever you get from that journey, it's worth it. So the mindset shift that I want to give people when it comes to you know, the pretty much the topic, what qualifies you for success is at the end of the day, people want to go for success and want to chase success passively. But at the end of the day, you have to want it. Most people don't want it as bad. And that leads me to like the next three points that I want to kind of talk to you about to get your perspective on it. My first point in what qualifies somebody for success is commitment. You have to be commitment or you have to make a commitment, meaning you're not wavering for any other thing. You're not switching from one job to another, one business to another. You stick to that business and you ride it till the wheels fall off. Yes. And even you fix the car and build it back yes. up and drive it again. So yeah. w- what can you say about making a commitment? Like how important is making a commitment to what you, whatever you're doing? You got to be you got to be borderline <laughs> delusional. Mm. I think that's the best way of putting it. You have to be borderline delusional because mm. there's a lot of people that's not going to believe in what you're doing. I promise you, there's going to be a lot of people. 
That's going to be telling. Delusion. So you got to be borderline delusional. Like, hey, listen, I don't care what you say. This is going to work. <laughs> yeah. Just like how yeah. with the branch people are like, yo, yeah. what the hell? A branch uh, in Miami. Nobody's I mean, going to yeah. do it. I mean, bro, if I tell you, we, a couple of the people we reached out to laughed at us. Even though they were cool, they were friends, but they laughed at us in our face. Like, bro. Brunch? Come on, man. You tripping. Now you came to the next one. Uh, no, nah, I'm not doing that with y'all. <laughs> now nah, we, we good. We're going to keep doing our event. You don't want to? All right, cool. Go to somebody else. Nah, 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 nah. When these two young fellas, they they actually was interested. Wow. And they were like, oh, hey, we was kind of thinking about doing something different too. And that was one of the things we were thinking of. Oh, you guys were thinking about that too? Yeah, we were thinking about it too. And, yeah, kind of just and it just messed. Yeah. And you talked about Less than a year later, those guys that we entertained, they were at our events looking at what we were doing. <laughs> it, 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 it always boils down to that. I'm not going to lie, no matter it. what you're doing. Yeah. And a month later, they were doing brunches. Their own brunches. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't like yours, though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get more into that part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. Because once they oh, see we'll one thing, they want to follow, part. but they, they were never inspired, so they can only just catch up from what they see you do. So, yes. yeah, that's big. So, for me, in terms of making a commitment from our perspective, how to make, how to be committed to something is you have to understand this um, key phrase or terminology, which is delayed gratification. Most people fall into accelerated gratification where they act on the current impulses to gain that immediate result. But that delayed gratification is understanding what you have to do, what does your commitment look like. Like I'm committed to, like you said, writing down the plan. I'm committed to, even if, if I don't know what the plan is, figuring out, all right, people do these events, people do this, people do that. How can I make this that? You're committed to you know, knowing what you need to know to get into that next step. Most people, they just fall into that accelerated gratification where they're just working, they're just doing things that are easy, they get them that check, and then they settle for that. Right. So that's that's the, that's the first thing. Now, I want to ask you something else. So but before I ask this, when you started these brunches, you talked to those two other guys. Did you gain or get any type of guidance in that, or you kind of just winged it and done it on your own? Because you, 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 you was pretty much the, the kingpin in that whole operation. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I definitely wouldn't say that it was, um, it was actually because of, uh, honestly, the loss of one of our partners mm. and we had to really redefine our roles. And really? as we redefined our roles, um, I probably took more of a leadership role and that's no knock against my two partners because yeah, I'm nah, telling you, there nah, are nah, things nah, that nah, they nah, do. Definitely. It's, it's never there are things that, yeah, else. there are things that they do that I, I can't do. Mm. But I know I can help them and assist them in any way they can. And they do that for me as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I still think I'm super blessed when it comes to the mm-hmm. brunch and when it comes to my clothing store and the partners that I have, the partners that I chose. I really always tell folks I didn't choose them. God chose my partners. You know, God chose my partner because if I would have chose, I don't think I would have did a good enough job as he did in choosing the people that I'm I'm, ro- I'm rolling with. And that's, that's why I bad. keep my circle small. My my circle really can fit at this table. Really? Yeah, my circle can fit at this bom, table. Bom, bom. Yep. Yeah. I can put my brother here, Duke's right there, Chris right there, right like that. And this this is these are the guys I rock with. Yeah, it's the like same. All day long. If you don't see me with these guys or you don't see me with my three boys, I most likely will be by myself. 
wherever you see. Mm. My bad. It's, it's the yeah. same for me. Like uh, my main circle is my main guy, Keem, Greenlight, and Low Kid, which is the music guy. Yep. But every everybody is within media and yeah. you know outreach as far as you know getting getting attention. So we kind of you know sy- mm-hmm. synergize with each other. Definitely. So that's not bad. So the, we talked about making a commitment as far as what qualifies you for success. We talked about. I just mentioned gaining guidance because most people fail to seek guidance or guidance can come in many forms, whether it's a coach, whether it's a teacher, whether it's whatever the case may be. But sometimes those guidance is somebody who is right there on the same level as you who are doing something different or they have their ability is not like your ability, but you guys mesh and you guys guide each other, right. you, know, you know, through the playing field. And the last step the last one that I want to talk to people about is setting that realistic plan. Because at the end of the day, what qualifies you for success is having a vision at the end of the day. If you said it yourself, if you don't know what you want, you won't even have a direction to go to. Yes. So what more can you say about so how, how, how can somebody set up a realistic plan? Because you set up two plans to build up the branch. You set up the plan to build up the brand. So how can somebody set up the right plan or figure out where's the, what next step that they need to take? Um, and that credit, I'm gonna give it the shout shout out to Candace Hayes. I still remember how I met her. Um, real good, beautiful soul. She's now a comedian in South Florida. Y'all check her out. Really? Uh, yes, at the Improv, one of the masterminds in this like community that folks, people that know, tap into her big mm-hmm. time. And I remember when I was linked up with her, She first conversation she had, you know, she said, I know what you guys are doing, and I love that. She studied us to the point where when we got our first call, I didn't have to introduce myself. She knew everything about me. She knew everything about my company. She knew what it is. And her question was to me, like, hey, listen, I don't want to waste your time. I want you wasting mine because time is money. Money is, you know, valuable. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ask you one question. But if you answer it right now, you're going to be wrong. If you answer right yeah. now, you're gonna. She said, "If you answer this question right now, you're gonna be wrong. I'm gonna ask you this question, and you're gonna be tempted to answer it." Um, she said, "Are you ready?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "What is it that you want?" And here go me. That's I the same want, question you yeah, ask everybody. Yeah, I like that's that. Why I, that's why I always ask people that question now. That's why I lead off with that question. So here go me. I'm like, I want financial stability. I want it this and I want to live life you know I want to just you know, vacation she's like good very good that sounds very good cool so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to get off the phone with you and I'm going to call you back in two weeks and maybe then you can tell me what you want but until then um, I just want you to think about that question because the answer you gave me was bullshit she hung up on me I was like well, what did I say What? Did, how did I offend her did I offend her and guess what happened for the next two weeks? You thought about that. That's the only thing I could think of. You, you, you like, thought about she that. she hung up on me? Like, what did I do to make her hang up on me? Mm-hmm. But this time when I asked her, when she called me back in two weeks, I had a way better answer for her. I understood what I really wanted. I, I made it real defined, specific. It wasn't fairy tales and just happy. And just, it was like, no, this is I want brunch to get to this level i want to reach up to people in this type oh, of way. okay so i need folks to understand this i want to put my imprint on this because right now we're having so many people that's mimicking a brunch i want them to know the difference between our brunch 
and those brunches. Okay. I want that. I want now we're getting somewhere. Amen. So it's just, so it's the same answer now. So because yes. when she, from my perspective, I was thinking of what do I want for myself, and then what do I want in the business. But I like I like I like that you said that. Yes. So just know that. I mean, I don't know what it is that you're doing. Just figure that part out, and just gonna constantly answers are constantly gonna evolve. Don't get it twisted. Like I said, I meditate, I pray, and from week to week, my want is different. But there's a want in there. Like you say, it might be something more physical. might be something more emotional attached, relationship-based this week. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's a want. That's and, you know, I, I try to figure it out, you know. Um, you just got to, um, you know, ask the Lord for discernment. You know, that's very important. Amen. Um, and just go from there. Really. So. So you got to know what you want. You got to boil it down to the specifics of that business. That's what you said. And just ask the Lord for discernment so he can still guide you in that right direction. Oh, yes. So that's big. That's yeah. big. Now, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about your two brands and what you do. How can somebody reach out to you on the event marketing side and on the F&D side? Cool. I mean, I got them all like it's like a web. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you want to reach out to me personally, you can always find me on Instagram, Don P Miami, spelled out D O N P M I A M I. And from there, if you go on my profile, you can find F and D, which is We Are F and D. And the reason we named it We Are F and D instead of F and D clothing per se is because we want folks to feel like they are a part of F and D. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking at F and D and you seeing hardworking, forward-minded thinking individuals. Yeah. We want you to feel as though that you're the same, that you're that same person. So Amen. we named our page. We are F and D. I mean, we are all of you. We're us. You're us. We're, we're them. Okay. All of that. So, I like that. I like that. I, n- so I, never, we, I never, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So we all are F and D at the end of the day. Um, and then you can always go on my, um, BB Sundays page, which is BB underscore Sundays. And that's if you want to just let your hair down, have a good old time, you know, <laughs> even with that brunch. Believe it or not, even depending on the hours that you attend that brunch, yeah. though you'll be in the same location, it's you'll get a different type of vibe. Wait, based on the hours? So what are the hours of operation for the Total, brunch? 11 to 7. 11 to 7. Yeah. So 11, so does, does it close so you can switch the vibes? No. or It's like it segs right into it. So you go there from like 11 to 1, you really just come in there to consume a lot of great food, enjoy yourself. The vibe is just mellow. Uh, I like that. (laughs) You're not, even if you try to, you're not. We get customers that come in, hey, listen, when you guys going to turn up? Not now. Because after Mm -hmm. you go up, there's only one place to go after that. Down. Down. So why would I turn up at 11? What happens at 2, 33 o'clock? We got five more hours. It's a dead brunch. Mm. So no. You have to build it up, and we build it up gradually. I like that. Sort of just like we were talking about with business. Build it up gradually. But once you got that momentum, you're there. Mm. So you go there from like 3 to 5. Now it's more a little bit more party vibe. You understand? Now you you done. You, like I tell folks, I don't got you fat and full and drunk. Now I want you burning <laughs> calories. Get on, get on the table. It's a workout. Dance, it's crazy. Enjoy yourself. You know, having fun. And then the later hours, it's the sunset. So we're winding down. So now you're doing a lot of Afrobeats, Caribbean music, 
you know, and stuff of that I nature. See. Oh, yes. that's that's live. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So it's like different types of vibe depending on different type of the day that you attend this event. Mm-hmm. And there's food throughout. And the food is constantly being, you know, transitioned, changed throughout the day. So whatever you're eating from eleven to one is not the same thing you're gonna be eating from one to three. Okay. It's okay. not the same thing you're gonna be eating from three to five. It's totally different okay. items. So don't think you're still gonna be if you eat like, you know, uh, red velvet chicken and waffle. Don't think you come there at five o'clock and you get red velvet chicken and waffle. <laughs> no, that so, stopped a long time ago. So what is the food like in in between those? So oh, people can get, like get a get a perception so they can know what to expect and, oh, and so come we're, there. Remember, we're Caribbean based. I'm Haitian descent, so is my partner, one of my partners, mm-hmm. and the other one, he's honorary Haitian. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got a lot. I mean, when I say a lot, I'm not even trying to cap. You got Haitian macaroni cheese. You got. Haitian spaghetti, you got rice and beans, jerk chicken, uh, uh, lobster macaroni, and ch- uh, lobster, um, um, rasta pasta. We had rasta pasta, and every week we throw in something. We got uh, what's another thing? Um, coconut shrimp, curry goat. We got oxtails from time. Yeah, this all, at, all at the same time? Or man, listen, man you got me at macaroni and cheese. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Oh, red velvet chicken and waffles made to order. So I'm going to put the pictures from the event. You oh, need, you need to send me those pictures. I can put it oh, up there so they can you. see and I be like, you, damn, you, I need to yes, get there. I'm telling you. Um, and every so often I have my media team tell them, hey, listen, don't just show party. Show food. Oh, yeah. I want to keep the integrity of us being a brunch because there are some people out there. We're not saying no names. That do a brunch, and they have no food. And I'm looking at them like, why do you even call yourself a brunch? Dang. Like, that don't make no sense. But, okay, it's none of my business. <laughs> it's more <laughs> like a, like a get-together. Yeah, no, just, call it. that's what South Florida is. South Florida likes, um, they like the shortcut. You know, yeah. road to success, like yeah, you said. They want that accelerated gratification. Yeah, so... You do this thing and you call it a brunch and there's a thousand people here and they're all having a good time. You know what? I'm going to go do the same thing down the street and call it a brunch. But I'm not going to do the food. I'm just going to call it a brunch and everybody's going to go to mine because I call it a brunch. When in all actuality, you could have named it something else because it's definitely not a brunch. It's not. But that's okay. Because even if you, in the beginning, we used to get upset. Oh, me and my partners, we was upset when people did brunches. Because we weren't the inventors of brunch. But we realize you're doing that because you're looking at those three guys over there that are the trendsetters. Yeah. So you're trying that's, to mimic what they have. But see, the one is. thing, the one thing I try to tell folks, there's you can do a brunch, but there's three things you cannot mimic, no matter what. Even if you tried, even if I gave you money, you can't mimic Dukes, Chris, or Don. Yeah. And our personality is filtered through that brunch. Mm. To the point that we've even actually done this. We left the brunch and went into the office just to see what will happen. Now, mind you, 80% of the folks don't know us. If we do that for a long period of time, people will start to leave. Wow, like when you're in, so you interact with everybody. Yeah, we're always interacting. Oh, so you're like the host of, okay, okay. We're gone for a long period of time and people don't see us, they'll tend to leave. So we always make sure at least one of us is on the floor to entertain. And it's not that we're talking to everybody. It's just that people see us. Mm. They see us. They're constantly looking at us. They see us. And I tell them, hey, listen, go out there. Amen. Only one of us take a break at a time. 
go out there so people can see us. As long as they see us, they have. I don't know. It's just a mindset thing. It is. It is. That's it's not just bad. a mindset thing. That's not so, bad. Yeah. So, so we talked about we talked about all that. We talked about what qualifies you for success. We talked about the three major points. At the end of the day, it's worth it. And I appreciate the major gems that you dropped. So, at the end of the day, my name is Olivier J. Darcy's, helping you do the do the do life well. Peace.